Micha begins Peregimal by scolding the leaders of Bnei Israel, just like Yeshaya did in Perek Aleph in the opening chapter. In verse 10, he talks about the leaders of Sedom, the Ketzine Sedom, and the leaders of the people that are at fault for allowing this bad behavior to happen. Pasuk Aleph in Peregimal. Va'omar, Shimuna Rashi Yaakov, Uksine Bet Yisrael, Halolachem, Vatat Hamishpat. And I said to you, you rulers, who were preaching, you false prophets, preaching to the people that they'd have the wine, they'd have the beer, they'd have all the plenty, the good. Listen carefully, you rulers of Jacob, you chiefs of the house of Israel, for you ought to know what is right. You who hate the good and love the evil, who tear off their skin from them and their flesh from off their bones. Who eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off of them and break their bones and chop them in pieces as if for the pot like meat inside the cauldron. This is a portrayal of the violence, the terrible violence that's used by these evil people who plan, remember, on their beds. Al Mishkevotam, we said in Perek Bet, the total opposite of the Sadiq, that it says, Mishkevotam. They rejoice in God at their bed. Here we have the evil person who's crushing the bones of those that are lower, taking their power into their own hands in order to crush others, in order to oppress others, to rob their skin from them, to tear it off from them, to cut them up. And we see all the evil that they're doing. As, Pasuk 4, As yiz'aku el Adonai, v'lo ya'ane otam, v'yaser panav mehem, ba'etahi, k'asher hire'u ma'alelehem. Then, they shall cry out to the Lord, but He will not answer them. He will hide His face from them at that time, because they have behaved ill in their doings. God is going to hide their face from them, when they come to scream out, when it's their day of judgment, when it's their day, as Radak says, their day that God is going to come and all the evil will befall these heartless exploiters, God is not going to answer them. God is not willing to take these people who are doing bad. And just like we say, Just like God says in Sefer Devarim, that I will hide my face for them and we'll see what their end will be. They won't be able to trust in me. They won't be able to call to me. I won't answer these people. Because these are people who are devising iniquity. Their whole goal is iniquity. Their whole goal is to oppress. And God's not looking to take them back. Pasuk He. Thus says the Lord concerning the prophets who lead my people astray, who cry peace, they say shalom, when they bite with their teeth but prepare war against him, who puts nothing into their mouths. And we are reminded of the words of Yehezkel, where he's also scolding these false prophets, those who are telling lies, 
those who speak in vanity. And there in Yechizkel, in Pasuk Yod, in Perek Yod Gimal, it says over there, because they have led my people astray, saying, Shalom, ve'en shalom, peace, and there's no peace, just like Yirmiyah also, the Nevi'im saying, Shalom, shalom, ve'en shalom. There's no shalom. They're just calling that there's going to be peace. Everything's okay, everything's good. But really, there's nothing there. Lachem, Laila lachem mehazon, vechoshcha lachem mechesom, uba shemesh ala nevi'im, vechadar alehem hayom. Therefore, it shall be night to you without vision, and it shall be dark to you without divination. And the sun shall go down upon the prophets, and the day shall be dark over them. Here we have the nevuah of these nevi'im, the false prophets, because they were prophesying falsely. There'll be a time now where there will be they won't have the ability to even see at night to have these nevuot, these so-called prophecies that they're having. Uba shemesh ala nevi'im is that at a time where there's sun for everyone else, there's no sun for these Nevi'im because it's going to be fully dark for them. Then shall the seers be ashamed and the diviners confounded. Yes, they shall all cover their lips for there's no answer from God. They're going to turn to God. They're going to look to God and there's no answer. They're going to call maybe in the through divination, through the dreams, through at night. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. And they're going to be embarrassed because people are going to come to them for answers. They're going to have nothing at all to say. And being that these prophets really never got prophecy, so what's being referred to over here? No answer from God. Well, of course, this means, as Ibn Ezra and Radak say, that everyone will realize that all these prophecies were false. These aren't from God because there's going to be things coming on to them, the bad that's going to happen to them, the people are going to start to realize, clear as day, clear as the Shemesh, that Ubaa Shemesh ala Nevi'im, when the sun shall go down on the prophets, people are going to realize the truth through the Shemesh, and that day, as Pasuk Vav says, that day will be black over them, because there will be no ability for them to even prophesy anymore. Everyone will realize their falsehood. But truly, I am filled with power by the Spirit of the Lord and with judgment and with might to declare to Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Going back to the idea of chapter 1 where Micha opens up with his prophecy telling the people These are the iniquities. These are the sins of Yaakov, of Yehuda and Israel, of the two kingdoms of Bnei Israel. Micha is doing this to separate himself from these false prophets, to say he has the ability to speak in the name of Hashem. Hashem gave him the ability to speak, as opposed to these other false Nevi'im. And here, he is filled with the Ruach of Hashem, filled with the Spirit of Hashem, with Mishpat and Geburah. The Benezah says over here, we're talking over here with Mishpat, where a true sense of right and wrong, uninfluenced by fear of favor, where Micha is not influenced what other people say. He's not going to influence like these false prophets. People come, they give them money, they can 
say whatever the people want to hear. He's not influenced by that. And that leads us to the latter part, the last part of Pedek Gimal, verses 9, 10, 11, and 12, about the doom of Yerushalayim, the doom of Jerusalem. Pasuk 9. Shimon Azot Rashi Bet Yaakov Uksine Bet Israel Ham Ta'avim Mishpat Bekoheshara Yaakeshu. Hear this, I beg you, you heads of the house of Jacob, you leaders and rulers of the house of Israel who loathe justice and pervert all equity. These people who are not looking to do good, to do justice, to do things that are straight in the eyes of Hashem. Bonet Sion Bedamim Yerushalayim Be'avla. How do these people build Sion? How do they think they're going to be strong and be tough? They build it, who build up Zion with blood and Jerusalem with iniquity. These people aren't building. They're destroying by doing evil, by murdering, and by doing sin. They think they're going to build because they think that's strength, that's power. When I oppress someone else, when I am egotistical, when I'm self-centered, that can build then I'm higher up, I build buildings up to God and I destroy. Not going to happen. Their heads, their leaders judge for bribes and their priests teach for hire and their prophets divine for money. Yet they lean upon the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? No evil can come upon us. These are the leaders who are doing the opposite of what Moshe Rabbeinu asked. Don't recognize others' injustice. Don't take bribes. We say that the bribes will blind the sighted. Those that take bribes. Those that are hired for money, and that's why they're doing the job. That's why those that execute judgment only because of money that's bribing them, of course are those that are blinded from reality, blinded from the truth, blinded from real justice. And this is what Michal is seeing in Yerushalayim. The people that say, whatever happened to Yisrael, whatever happened to the northern kingdom, will not happen to the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom, that was them. They were exiled. But us, we have the Bet HaMikdash, everything's okay. The same like the false prophet saying, there's going to be shalom, there's going to be peace, nothing is going to be bad. Well, that's the total opposite of what Micha is prophesying, where he says in Perek Bet, I'm going to bring evil to these people. And why are they getting this ra'ah? Why are these people getting the ra'ah? They say, Because they are people who love ra'ah. They are people who are They love iniquity. They love evil. So evil will come to them. Last pasuk of the Perek, pasuk Yodbet. Lachen biglalchem, Sion sadete haresh, Firushalayim yim tiyyeh, Fiharabayt levamot ya'ar. Therefore, because of you, Sion shall be plowed like a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps of rubble, and the mountain of the house, like the high places of the forest. Ending here, not like he ended the previous panic, with words of hope, but ending with this idea of destruction. Sion, this place, Yerushalayim, Sadeh Teharesh, will be plowed like a field. No more people over there. 
total destruction, no food, none of that wine from the grapes that they said would grow, none of the wheat, none of the olives, none of the good of Eretz Yisrael will be left. Yerushalayim, ayinti here, Yerushalayim will become heaps of rubble. And this idea is found as well in Yirmiyah, Perekava, Pasuk Yodhet, chapter 26, verse 18, which we quoted in the introduction, where Yirmiyah is being put to trial by the people, and some of the elders get up and say that Micha was a prophet in the time of Chizkiah, Melech Yehuda, and there when Micha was prophesying and he said these words, Chizkiah Melech Yehuda actually repented, and God relented all the evil which he had pronounced against them because of the fact that the people heeded the words. And over here too, the hope is that with these words, these strong words, about Harabait becoming Bamot Yar, about Harabait becoming a place that's desolate, becoming a place like the high places of the forest, will actually ring a bell on the people to say, you know what, we have to stop. We have to stop the way we're acting. We have to change the way we're behaving. And this Lo Tabo Alenu Ra, this idea that we're okay, we're safe, this won't happen to us. Michai is saying, no, you're wrong. I'm addressing you, the leaders. You, the Nevi'im. You, the people that are telling others everything will be okay. Well, all the iniquity that you're doing, all the evil that you're doing, all the injustice, all the bribes, all the oppression, all the murder, will not stop the Bet HaMikdash from being destroyed. It will only stay if you're willing to change your ways.